For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to this special feature of the Paydirt Podcast. I'm Tom Hannafin. He is Matt McGloin. In a matter of hours, Penn State is going to be kicking off at home, hosting the Illinois Fighting Illini. The number seven Nittany Lions are looking to just take care of business and just get the win this week, considering there have been so many headlines. Uh, who in the world is starting at quarterback for Penn State? Um, we're recording this on Friday morning. This obviously is airing Saturday, and hopefully you guys are watching us while uh, College Game Day is putting up something sad and we can make you happy. Uh, so there's a lot of stuff that's going to be uh, kind of in flux uh, this Saturday. So we're going to kind of entertain a lot of different scenarios here. Uh, we're also going to talk a little bit about what Illinois brings to the table. We did touch on this during episode 11, but just some things to be aware of considering uh, some of the sound bites that Brett Bielema uh, created this week, the head coach of the Illini. But before that, we are back and better than ever. All eyes are on the gridiron as teams are back on for another football season. As always, Bet Online is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this season. With a new updated site and interface, even more odds, props, and contests, Bet Online continues to be the number one source for everything football. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit don't forget to use our promo code believe that's b-l-e-a-v to receive your bonus from football basketball boxing right to your favorite vegas casino games don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports the Pater podcast is presented by bet online where the game starts so thank you to all of our listeners and viewers. And again, we encourage you to like, comment, subscribe, turn on notifications. Hopefully you guys are all having a wonderful weekend and it's nice to have Penn State football back. Mm -hmm. um, Matt, I am very curious to see what we get uh, as kickoff is at noon on ABC, Penn State versus Illinois. Um, the big news this week. On Wednesday, Sean Clifford returned to practice, and this was something you and I have specul uh, speculated about on episode 11 that you and I and I think a lot of people were like, okay, Taquan Roberson is starting. Then there's discussions early in the week that Roberson and Christian Bellew, the third string quarterback, are actually splitting reps with the first team. Then on Wednesday, it's reported that all three quarterbacks, Clifford, Roberson, and Bellew, are evenly splitting reps with the first team that according to blue white illustrated and a number of their reporters uh, snyder bauer and frank carr so uh this is a very curious situation i am fascinated to see what we get in a number of hours i want to ask you about the footage that came out of sean clifford at practice what did you think considering the rumor is that he has a rib injury <laughs> you know and i'm and i'm like i'm laughing because we're watching like a youtube video from blue white illustrated you know of him going through individual drills and him handing the football off and it's like that this is what it's come to you, you know what i mean um it's certainly encouraging to 
to see him out there. I mean, obviously, he's a tough dude. Nobody has ever questioned his toughness um, and, and his, his ability to, to play through you know, injuries or just nagging pain. And when you play the quarterback position, that's something you have to do, right? You have to be able to get through those things. I mean, it's, it's at the end of the day, too, Tom, it's football. Nobody feels good every every single day, you know, and it's it's can you play or, or can you not play? Um, what I took away from it and look again, it was a what was it a five minute video? We yeah, saw it Tom, was pretty. Right? And again, nobody was coming after him. Nobody was hitting him. It was all on air. Uh, maybe maybe it's because we know that he has that rib injury or that midsection injury, whatever it is. We, we just still don't know what it is. Obviously, it's all, still all speculation. Um, I don't think he looked 100 percent. I really hmm. didn't. I didn't think. And again, like maybe he was just trying to get a feel for throwing the ball around there. Um, you know, maybe he was just taking it slow, whatever it may be. But I just I didn't think there was as much torque in his lower body as there has been. Not as much whip. Um, it, it just it looked a little slow to me. And again, w- when you have a mid a midsection injury, a rib injury, these things take time to heal. Those are nagging injuries, um, you know. If if he's and Wednesday, you mentioned he he came out and, and practiced Wednesday. That that's kind of the mark that you want to hit, Tom. Right? That that kind of judges where you're at. Right? If you can't if you can't practice Tuesday, I understand great. But if you can't practice Wednesday, you can't play because you're playing Saturday. You're playing Saturday at noon. Tuesday and Wednesday are those grind days. Those are the days where physically you really have to put the work in. And then Thursday and Friday are the days you start to you know taper down a little bit. Um, focus on recovery, and that way you can build back up towards playing on Saturday. So again, encouraging that he was out there Wednesday. Didn't look like he was going very hard. Um, you know, again, great to see that. You know, ten days or whatever it may be since the injury out of Iowa, he was back out there throwing. But what it comes down to is, could he take a hit? Can you get in the game and can you take a hit, Tom? And to that point, let's say in a matter of hours, he's starting. You know, we're recording this Friday morning. Let's say in the last 24 hours, it's been established that he's starting. Okay. Is that worth it? He, if, if he can play, there can't be restrictions. It, it, you're, you're full go. Everything is full go. Full game plan, everything like that. There is no, hey, you know, we got to be careful you know, we need to protect him. We, we can't be doing this. That, that can't happen. You, it, It's football, man. You got to fully go. You have to fully mm-hmm. commit. It has to be 100%. Now, here's where I'm at with it. it, it is, look, is his 75% better than Taquan Roberson's 100% right now? Yeah. Absolutely. No one's arguing that. Absolutely. But is it worth him going into this game against Illinois and potentially getting injured or, or banged up again? And to continue to have this problem moving forward, a problem where we have to continually talk about it, a problem where he has to continue to waste time in the training room. It's not worth it for me then. This, mm-hmm. this, like, it's not, this isn't a game on the schedule, Tom, where you just have to get by and then you get a bye week and you can rest and recover. You already had that week. Yeah. Yeah. You have Ohio gone. State. You have Ohio State. You have a Maryland team that beat up on you last year. Mm-hmm. You have to play Michigan, who's undefeated. You have to play Michigan State team who's rolling, right? You need him 100% for those games. It's just your backup quarterback should be able to beat an Illinois team with where Illinois is at right now. And not to mention Rutgers on the schedule, so you don't want to get into a situation where it's like, okay, big-time opponent, Ohio State, 
Maryland slightly less. So like, are we in a situation where it's like, ah, oh, we just be careful with Sean here and then we make sure he's good for Michigan. But then it's like Rutgers, we can maybe chill a little bit. And then Michigan State, eh, that's maybe a big 10 time like that. Up that's and down what, is ridiculous. That's what I'm talking about. That's you can't do that. Like it's again, we already talked about it on the episode. We, we released money. This is again, aside from Northwestern, this is probably the perfect game you can have when dealing with an injury to your starting quarterback. I, I am curious because there's always the, the gamesmanship of coaches. Is this just a smokescreen just to mess with not only Illinois, but also with Ohio State and other teams in the Big Ten remaining on your schedule? Um, is this just an opportunity for him to get out there and get moving? And we do see Roberson starting in a matter of hours. You know, it's just Clifford being out there and just looking good. And then, hey, you get to kick off and it's like, hey, listen, this is not a great defense altogether. I think the statistics on Illinois uh, defensively speak for themselves. Uh, number 101 in FBS in total defense, 87 against the run, and 65th in scoring defense. So who knows? You know, We're speculating again, but it's like this could all just be gamesmanship and mind games by the coaches. Yeah, and un- unfortunately for Illinois, uh, uh, they just lost uh, one of their best players defensively in Jake Hansen, who's out now for the rest of the year with a leg injury. So, you know, uh, obviously Illinois struggling on both sides of the ball this year, Tom. But, um, you know, if, you know, for, for a guy like Sean and, and Penn State and, and where they're at right now, like it, it is like I think all this is dressing. Right, because what it's doing, it's forcing Illinois to prep for it. It's forcing Illinois to take the time to prepare for both quarterbacks. Because you get the, the game plan is going to be different if Sean's in there. It's going to be different if Taekwon's in there. You have to think it's going to be a lot more run heavy with Taekwon in there. And if you put Sean in there, they're, they're going to throw the football over the, all over the field. Not saying right. that Sean can't run, but you know that's just what they've been doing this year. So by him being out there, you have to honor that. You have to respect that, and you have to prepare for it. And Another thing, too, you know, if you can practice, you're going to practice, right? That's the way it works. And if, look, if you're one of these guys that you can't practice because you are that injured, you're still getting some type of workout in, whether it's drills on the side, you're doing conditioning, you're riding the bike, nobody sits there and just watches, right? That's not the way it works. And for again, for a guy like Sean Clifford, you know, you have to think he's one of those guys that is like, well, listen. You know, I want to get out there. I want to practice. I want to be able to get my reps in, even if I'm not playing. I don't want to have to come back on Monday of next week and waste time to get rolling again. So, again, it's great to see that he's out there and practicing. Um, You know, I I don't I I just whatever they do, I, I hope it's not, you know, Sean's in for a few drives and they have to put Taekwon in. Do you right. know what I mean? I just, I hope it's not one of those games. Or if it's, you know, hey, you start getting a significant advantage on Illinois by halftime, third quarter, and Sean's in good shape, then Taekwon comes in, something like that. Right. So again, but can, if, can, yeah, can if. you count, can you count <laughs> on that happening? Oh, a hundred percent. And it's, and it's weird because the spread, uh, or at least from earlier this week from odds makers was Penn State by 23. And it's like, listen, Illinois still maybe going to be able to score a couple of points on you. Nothing mm-hmm. crazy. You, know, you really don't expect the Penn State defense, which is top 30 in the nation statistically and arguably one of the best in the history of Penn State football to give up a ton to Illinois considering the way they've been playing. So you feel good about that. But you do have to go score points. So if Sean Clifford is starting in a matter of hours, you just hope that the guy stays safe and he gets rid of the ball in one to two seconds and he takes care of himself because you talked about it 
on Monday's episode how quickly an injury like that can get reaggravated because as a quarterback, you're in so many defenseless positions when you throw the ball and release the ball. It can just be one freak thing because that's how it happened. He just got driven well, to the ground the right way. Well, that's the thing, too. It's like you know you're not 100%. So mentally, when you're in the pocket or, or when you're you know delivering the football, you're trying to protect yourself as well. Yeah, how skittish would he exactly. be? And then, and then you're thinking down the road, Ohio State, Michigan, Michigan State. They're thinking the and same thing. It's just a number of things that can go into it. You know, you, you can be inaccurate because of it, right? There's just, you know, you can be just, you're putting your mind in different places in the course of a game, which you can't do. You need to be dialed in every single play, focusing on the play. You can't think. It's all reaction. When you Again, when you're dealing with an injury, in the back of your mind, you are thinking about it. Um, so that's if Clifford's a starter in a number of hours or if he plays significant football. Now, if it's Taquan Roberson, here's my question. The fact that he was splitting reps with Christian Value earlier in the week, it could be perceived in a couple of ways. One, due diligence by the coaching staff. Hey, your starting quarterback's already banged up. If Taquan goes down, Value's in. So you've mm -hmm. got to make sure that the young guy is good to go. Um, it could also be looked at another way is the competition between Taquan Roberson, who we saw against Iowa, was a bit shell-shocked, and that's a big question to begin with. Is the separation between Roberson and Value smaller than we thought? Um, I don't know if we're ever really going to know the answer for that. Uh, this week, at least, maybe by the spring game, we'll get to see extended uh, reps from Value. Um, what is your thought process, kind of reading the tea leaves there? Yeah, I, I mean, you have to think they weren't happy with the way Roberson went in the Iowa game and, and played and, and handled that situation. I mean, you're right. Maybe they are giving value every opportunity to just say, hey, man, if you have a great week of practice, you know, we'll put you in there. You know, this mm -hmm. is a type of game where, you know, you can play. Um, I, I, it, look, it's a, at the end of the day, Tom, it's a Big Ten game, mm -hmm. right? So your you're experimenting is limited. Right. So you can't hey, take one, yep. take two drives, value, go out there and take two drives. You continue to go back and forth like that. Um, mm -hmm. But again, man, look, for Purdue <laughs> straight like, yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, they've done a they, They've done a great job with that. That yeah. Iowa game was fantastic, man. Um, that game plan was great by Purdue, by the way. Mm -hmm. um, but you're right, though, if something happens, if take one starts, something happens, whatever, broken shoelace, he starts cramping up. Value has to go in the game. He's got to be ready to play. Mm -hmm. Right. I mean, look at that. I was technically third on the depth chart when I first played at Minnesota. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, <laughs> stranger things have happened, man. Yeah. There's a great article on We Are Central PA. Uh, shout out to um, Andrew Clay. We are central dot com. Uh, you had, did an interview with Andrew just about the, the thought process of being ready. So you hope that's something that Roberson and Value are taking seriously. Value is an interesting cat. Uh, uh, shout out to Martin Value, who follows me on Twitter, uh, his dad. <laughs> um, Christian uh, has played more Canadian football than American football, moved to the States to play American high school football. Um, typically, the Canadian game is a volume passing style. So maybe versus Roberson appears to be a very gifted runner, whereas Value might be better suited as a passer, can obviously work with his legs. As, you know. here's, the, here's the thing, too, Tom, with these two quarterbacks now. Obviously, my situation was different, right? I was waiting to get into the game, right? I felt like I deserved to be the guy. I felt like I deserved to be playing. So when I got in there, I, I took the approach. I have nothing to lose. You know what I mean? I'm going to throw this football all over the field. I'm going to do everything I can to try to create big plays and stay in here and be the guy moving forward. 
with the way these two and the way this this situation has played out, they can't they can't approach this like, all right, we just have to play for one week and then Sean will be back. We just have to get through this. They can't. And you that, cannot. You can't. Do that. That kind of feels like the overwhelming thought potentially. Yes, you cannot Wanna do know that. Mentality. As a <laughs> can't. <laughs> You can't you can't continue to look at the clock and be like, all right, it's it's the second quarter. I just have three more three more quarters left here of playing quarterback, and then I'll go back to my backup role and continue to develop. You can't honestly, do that. You, it, look, this is honestly, an opportunity. If that's your mentality. Why are you playing organized sports? Exactly. This is an opportunity. <laughs> this is an opportunity for you to to be a starting quarterback at Penn State. Like, I mean, you have to have the mentality that I'm going to go in there. I'm going to play well. We're going to win this football game. I'm going to dominate. And you know what? I'm going to make these coaches think about whether or not they should start me next week. Mm-hmm. That needs to be the approach, man. Like, it, this is a competition. Competition's healthy. You know what I mean? And But this is a big opportunity for both these guys. It really is. And even like yeah. with the, the way the transfer portal is now, these guys go out and and dominate, you know, the uh, Penn State fans are keyed in on the quarterback position. If Sean Clifford is a starter in a number of hours, there's confidence but concern for his health. If Taquan starts, then it's like, okay, there's concern because of what is his ability. You talked about it on Monday's episode. Hey, he should throw no more than 15 to 20 passes, and Penn State should run the ball 45 times and just keep the well, game plan simple for Taquan and potentially value is like an emergency situation. There, there probably isn't nearly as much pressure on him to play. And Penn State fans in the back of their mind are like, I can't wait for 2022 when Drew Alar potentially becomes an any lion. Well, here's the thing, too. It's I mentioned the transfer portal and you're getting a good look at your future here. Mm hmm. Right. So oh, if, I saw a lot of conversation about Spencer Rattler. It's like, OK, <laughs> everybody chill, but let's go. And that's the thing with the transfer portal. You just don't know if both of these guys play on Saturday and neither one of them play well. Now, the question becomes, you mentioned quarterback recruits coming in next year. Do we go to the transfer portal if we're Penn State moving forward or Roberson or, or, or value value. Uh, what's it value? Right. Am value. I saying it right? Yeah. Value. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we're probably all messing it up because we're yeah. French Canadian. <laughs> Sorry. In Roberson or Roberson or value. If they play well, you at mm-hmm. Penn state, you're feeling pretty good about what the future holds. So a lot of questions, a lot of answers are going to be, or, or, or a lot of questions and, and, and a lot of answers we're going to find out uh, here on Saturday. So the weight of the offense can potentially shift in this game to the running game. Uh, There's an excellent article on statecollege.com by our good friend Mike Porman. In the last 72 years, this is the fourth worst rushing yards per game average of any Penn State team. That is terrible, obviously. (laughs) Um, But you talked about Monday, hey, run the ball 45 times. Uh, The availability of Devin Ford and John Lovett is TBD. Um, The two of them got dinged up against Iowa. Kevon Lee and Noah Kane just have not had uh, a ton of really inspiring performances. Penn State hasn't had a 100-yard rusher since Kevon Lee did that against Michigan in 2020. Um, that's not great. So is this the game where the offensive line really takes it on themselves and just blows Illinois off the ball? It should be because, again, look, I'm not, I'm not sitting here picking on Illinois, but they have they have the worst offense in the Big Ten. They, they, they just do. Now, they're – they have two running backs that that have been the bright spot for them um, this year. They're struggling at the quarterback position. There's no consistency there. 
Um, they don't have that big play wide receiver. Their offensive line is is brutal in pass protection. Obviously, Brett Belima spoke on that this week, and he was criticized about it. Um, Deserved it. Well, he definitely could have cleaned up the comment a little bit. Um, oh, yeah, he could have sugarcoated that a lot better. Hey, look, as a player, as a player, I appreciate the honesty because there's one of two ways you can take that if you're an Illinois player, if you're an Illinois offensive lineman. One is like, all right, well, I don't want to play for this guy anymore. Or two, it's like, you know what? He's right, and I need to step up. I need to get better, and I need to answer his challenge. Um, but going back, one of the worst offenses in the Big Ten, the way Penn State's defense is playing, you have to think. I mean, all signs are pointing to you know either them pitching a shutout or Illinois being held under 10 points. Hmm. So I would run the ball 45 times. I would just continue to pound the rock all day, continue to try to march down the field. I'm not looking for Roberson or Value to try to push a football down the field and put the ball in harm's way and take chances and risk potential turnovers. Because again, as we talked about on Monday's episode, there's some good players in that secondary for Illinois. So it should be a simple, smart game plan, limited plays, you know, a change, you know, dressing here and there, shifts, motions, things like that. But the base of it should be the same. Yeah, expect this to be low scoring. Um, I don't know if I would bet Penn State to cover the spread. Um, if Sean Clifford's in there, yeah, maybe you put your money down in that respect. But we'll see what happens. Um, in regards to uh, the Illinois quarterback situation, it's something you and I talked about on Monday. Um, it was reported earlier this week that Brandon Peters, uh, the typical starting quarterback for the Illini, is not yet medically cleared uh, for the Penn State game this weekend. Um, Brett Bielema has been indicating that Art Sitkowski, the transfer from Rutgers, is probably going to start the game. So again, another situation we're going to find out at kickoff who's starting a quarterback under center uh, for Illinois. So um, we don't expect that to make all that much of a difference. We talked about it on Monday. So um, how do you expect this game to play out in its totality? Now, I'm not saying project a final score, but I guess my question is how ugly will this game be? Yeah, I could see it being like 24-3, 24-7. You know, so, something like that. Penn State needs mm-hmm. to hold on to the football, right? You need to dominate and control the time of possession, which they should. I mean, it should be three and out after three and out after three and out for this Illinois offense. Field position alone should enable you to produce yards offensively, mm-hmm. right? Right, three and out, punt it, getting the ball at the minus 40. Three and out, punt it, getting the ball at, at midfield. Something like that, right? You know, taking three points, right? This isn't a game to, hey, it's fourth and two, let's go for it. No, you're on the you're on the plus 30, kick the field goal, take the three points. Points whenever you can get it in this game. Give yourself enough of a lead. Again, and I said it Monday, don't feel like, you don't, you, you shouldn't feel like Illinois has a chance in this game. Don't give them that thought. Right. No, from uh, from the start of the game. Listen, yeah, maybe our quarterback's not playing, but it's not going to matter because everybody around here is still going to dominate. Everybody's going to pick up for it um, and we're going to win this football game. But, yeah, it's going to be low scoring game, I think, as you said, Um, defense should carry it. I I just I don't want to see any communication issues. I don't want to see any false starts. It should be a smooth game. Uh Roberson or Value, whoever it is, quarterback, you just you need to show that you're in control. 
and that or you Clifford. can run the offense. Or Clifford. Or Clifford. Yeah. I'm talking here I really as if, don't I'm, expect to see value. That I'm talking here as if Clifford's not playing. Yeah. Right? I just, <laughs> and, I, I, and that's the scary part. We have to entertain all of these. And, and I'm just, I want to see you break the huddle. I want to see you get to the line of scrimmage. I want to see you be able to operate the offense in an effective way. Again, I'm not asking you to go out there and be Sean Clifford if you're, if you're a backup quarterback. You don't have to do that. Just show me that you're capable of getting the job done. Um, on the defensive side of the ball for Penn State, uh, as we all know, after the Iowa game, P.J. Mustafer uh, was declared as uh, out for the season. Unfortunately, uh, Penn State fans are hoping that maybe he uses that extra year of eligibility. Um, the guy absolutely is going to have a career uh, in the NFL, so we'll, we'll see what decision he chooses to make. Uh, we're all big fans of PJ. Um, so now there's going to be that void that Derek Tangelo is going to have to step mm-hmm. up. Um, you're going to see more of Arnold Ebichetti and Jesse Lucchetta. Um, not that they weren't already performing at a high level, but those two really locking down the DN positions. And then Ellie's Tarburton, Izzard, guys like that kind of rotating in that defensive tackle, which very curious to see how they perform at the tackle position versus defensive end, which is where those guys were getting um, a fair amount of reps, so it, it is a, a whole different beast. But there's going to be a lot put on Tangelo to step up. But luckily behind him, guys like Brooks, Jacobs, Brandon yeah. Smith, and then the entire secondary have been playing lights out. So uh, yeah, real quick on that, R- real quick on that, Tom, on that D line. I want to see sacks this weekend. Mm. I want to see sacks. I want to see hurries. I want to see pressures because that is something that that front four, that front seven, really hasn't able to get. Right, sacks and and you know the way Illinois' offensive line is, you should be able to have a field day because next week you're playing the best passing offense, the best offense in America. Mm-hmm. So time to step up. Can't wait for that. <laughs> all the stress is there. Um, thank you all for joining us uh, on this Saturday morning. Uh, enjoyed the not sad parts of college game day. Um, and kickoff is at noon on ABC. Uh, the number seven Penn State and the Lions hosting Illinois. Uh, it's the one and oh mentality. Just try and get through that. Uh, we will have another edition of Pater uh, this Monday, as usual, 9 a.m. Eastern. Uh, you and I, Matt, we're going to talk a little bit about 2022 recruit. Drew Lar. There's okay. a lot of people curious okay. about this. I really want to get your breakdown on that. And hopefully we'll be talking about a Penn State victory. So uh, thank you all for joining us and enjoy the game. Go Lions. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.